You're listening to the FUVFC Podcast on WFUVSports.org. It's kind of funny that that's still John Furlong's voice doing that. I miss that big goofball. <laughs> I told them we were going to get him back on the podcast sooner. It would have been a good week to have him this week. Actually, he probably would have been gloating about Chelsea being Yeah, it would not have been a good week. <laughs> Anyways, uh, another episode of FUVFC. Jackson Heil, Christian Hoban, Luke Fiore, Evan Janikin in the back. He'll be with us. I know I'm weeping in my soccer depression, and I know you guys are pretty stoked after what happened this week, so I don't even think I need to ask the question about how you are, but I think I'm going to anyway. So I'll let you guys gloat for a second about your teams. How are you? I'm I'm doing real I would say, like, pretty good right now. You know, coming off a solid hat-trick, Liverpool taking first place, and then getting into the round of 16, uh, I'm feeling okay. <laughs> I, I, too, am feeling well. <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> Evan, how are you in the back? I, I don't know how you're doing with West Ham. but I'm, I'm okay. They beat Palace, which I don't know if is much of an achievement, but 3-2, Hey, I'll you'll take, take whatever you can get. You know what? Only... We're up to 11th in the table. I'm not... Hey, I'm not, you coming, know coming for that top half. The exactly. only relevant piece of Crystal Palace is Wilfred Zaha at this point, and yeah. he's my favorite. Oh, uh, Juan Bissaka. I don't care about him. Uh, <laughs> l- 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 let's get to the show. Um, MLS Finals, got to go over that for a little bit. Atlanta United champions in their second year of the MLS. Dominant performance over Portland. Like Surprisingly, two of you guys. I forget. Luke, it was, you, picked, uh, you picked Atlanta, right? I it was, did. It was me and you picked Atlanta. Three nothing. And Evan and uh, Christian picked, yep, picked Portland. Portland. Which I, was stupid from the start. Let's, let's, let's yeah. be well, completely honest. Let's I, completely I, honest I, I would like to say that that game, to me, for the first... Well, the the first half was all Atlanta's. And then the first ten minutes of the second half, Portland came out and they looked like they were going to get a goal. Um, and then it, Atlanta's only chance of the second half was the free kick that they scored on. And To be fair, though, they could have had four or five goals. They, they the could have had half. four or five in the first <laughs> half. But it, once that second half started, I, it looked to me as though Portland came out as hungry for a goal and they looked like they were going to get one until that free kick kind of killed any momentum yeah, yeah they're a team they're a team with a lot of fight and they are a good team all regular season so i expected I mean, them they, to they, come they, out, they won know? possession they had almost as many shots as atlanta exactly. i mean it was just the talent of atlanta that's shown yes. through especially at home and we'll get to more on that in terms of how talented are they are the best team to ever come through the mls we'll have a little more on that champions league rundown the round is 16. It's not. It's well. It is completely set. I guess the matchups yeah, the, the aren't teams determined. Are set. The I believe the 17th aren't. is the draw. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Monday. Ch- Chelsea City last weekend. City go down. Liverpool now top of the table, which Luke is clearly happy about. United Liverpool preview this week, which is going to be a massacre to no end. And then we'll do a little Christmas list rundown. We're, we're going to have some stuff there. We'll Getting do the top six. Well, the traditional top six. And I believe it now Christian was saying it is the top six because United yeah, are tied United for six slipped in, yeah. Somehow Mourinho continues to lurk around. But regardless, we'll have our Christmas list for those six teams in terms of the transfer window coming up in January, what they need to add, what they want to add, what is realistic or whatnot. But we'll have a lot more on that. But we are going to talk MLS finals to start things out. Like we mentioned, Atlanta 2-0 over Portland in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. That place was rocking. And two questions posing to you guys, and I'll start with this one. Is Atlanta the best team to ever come through the MLS? And I I know we raised the question before the show with Luke saying that they didn't even end up winning the league this year uh, in the regular season to start, which if you kind of go by Premier League metrics, if the MLS was a real league, they wouldn't have even won. It would have been the Red Bulls, which is mm-hmm. kind of ironic looking back at it because there was no team even close to competing with Atlanta in the playoffs this year. But 
are they the best Premier League team ever in terms of talent? MLS. M- I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting lost. MLS. Uh, I would say yes, and I wouldn't put too much stock in the regular season title because, I, 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 I mean... Would. I would. Oh, we know you're a Red Bulls fan, and we know you <laughs> hey, would. But like in a if, real league, if, the supporter shield is the title. But but this isn't the Premier League. This is this isn't this is a European a soccer league. league. This is this is MLS. I would like to. That's I would how like it is. To echo no, Evan's statements. But, this is not a real league. <laughs> but Atlanta did a lot of rotating towards the end of the season to keep their players fresh for the playoffs, that's, that's and it and it worked. I think if Atlanta. If it were a regular season title like the European leagues, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt mm-hmm. in my mind that Atlanta goes all in on the regular season and wins that title pretty easily. I, th- I you, Red Bulls are Red Bulls are a high quality team for M- by MLS standards. This is a team that's like above what we've ever seen from an MLS team, talent wise, organizationally, that atmosphere in that stadium. Mm-hmm. It's it's unlike anything MLS has seen, and I think were it a regular season title, you Atlanta would have been able to turn it on at the end and take it from Red Bulls. Yeah, um, I would like to point out that the Red Bulls had not only won the Supporters' Shield, but they also had the most points ever in the MLS. Yeah, but they were only two points up on... I know, but in a league against the team that we're talking about as the Atlanta United is possibly the best MLS team ever, they also beat Atlanta United in September, and I'm not sure about earlier in the season. I think they might have drawn in Atlanta. I couldn't tell you. I, yeah, I I'm really, not 100% I, I really sure. Couldn't. But but then they smashed him in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, well, the Red Bulls didn't win the second league. But <laughs> um, if we're talking about best team ever, I think it's between this year's Red Bulls and this year's Atlanta United. I, I, I think this, Toronto is really. Uh, yeah, I think Toronto's I, I think in third. I think I think Toronto was last year's. Toronto. I think last year's Toronto was better. That, than last year's Toronto Toronto's was ridiculous, and I think they're the, they're second. On and that I think list. I think I think part of it part of it for me is when I get the appeal to Toronto is that they. Blew out everyone in the league the last yeah. year. Pretty much walked through the entire playoffs. Th- they did have some trouble. Yeah, with, I, th- I think but- it's I think it's the dominance that you look at. And and Red Bulls got a lot of results and won the supporter shield, but they were never like you never watched Red Bulls and you you could never see the gulf in talent on the pitch between the Red Bulls and whoever they were playing yeah. the way you could with Atlanta this season or Toronto last season. I think even season. more so but, last year with Toronto. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I would buy that. And, and, that might, and that might be more because of the disparity with teams throughout the rest of the league. Teams got better this year. I, yeah, I think, I think d- teams did get better well, this year. Well, it's a difference in roster construction, I think, because the Red Bulls were built to sustain a full season and be consistent over the course of a season. Like... For example, a Man City is this year. But if you look at Man City last year, they were that flashy offensive team that was a bit inconsistent. Um, or even Man City two years ago, which was a little more inconsistent. Like kind of like that Atlanta United team. Like they they were dominant, but yet they still couldn't beat out the Red Bulls in the end. So the consistency might not have been there. But the discrepancy in in game um, in game like results. Yes, they were dominant more so in the game, but I think okay. Red Bulls were built a little differently. Let's let's get our MLS guy in here because I, I know Evan's been dying to get a word in back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Evan, what do you think? I mean, I think it's different between Toronto and uh, Atlanta only because we have to see with Atlanta if like that domestic success is going to translate to the CONCACAF Champions League. I like to measure Toronto off of that a little bit only because, I mean, they were beating teams yeah, like Club America. They went America. to the final. They beat Club America ha- pretty handedly, like. Three to one, I think it was, or maybe four to two on aggregate. It something was, around. It was, uh, yeah, it was three one, I think. But I'm, I'm, 
intrigued to see if Atlanta can, you know, translate that into next year only because they're going to be losing guys like Almiron and Yeah, I, I think mean, that's, that's probably the players, problem yeah. for Atlanta. They I mean they're losing their manager too, right? They're losing Tata yeah. Martino. He's Martino's coaching late. Mexico. Yeah, he's going to yeah. Mexico, yeah. I so I think that's probably going to be the challenge with sustaining success for Atlanta and I, I I don't know that you could hold that against this team if next year a team without no. Almiron and without their their I forget his name, the manager. It's funny because <laughs> Tata Martino. It's funny because if you look at these two teams, like the Atlanta and Toronto, I you can see a lot of similarities too. I mean, offensively so dynamic. I mean, Giovinco and Altidore mm-hmm. are probably the best top two I think we've yep. seen the in the MLS in a Giovinco long time. And then Joseph Martinez has probably the best season ever in Javin- the MLS. Javinko when he was on was one of the most oh ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. I remember I it went to an fair. NYCFC game where it was, I think it ended 4-4 and he had a hat trick where me and my friend were just stunned. Pro- would, you, like, would you take would you take Giovinko's MLS or Joseph Martinez's I'd season take Giovinco. last year? I think you have to take Giovinco. Yeah, I think Giovinco. Yeah, Giovinco's, MVP, Giovinco's MVP season. Yeah. Like, I, I also yes. think Giovinco just made everyone so much better. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like you're putting in... Yeah, jo- Joseph Martinez was... Giovinco could play another A league. goal scorer, yeah. Joseph Martinez was an elite goal scorer like mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen in MLS. I mean, he mm-hmm. smashed the goal scoring record for a single season, but Giovinco was just so dynamic yep. as a goal yeah. scorer, but also just generally in the final third creating so much on space for everybody else. Kicks, the free kicks are insane. He's like a coutinho. He, he creates so yeah. much for so much space yeah, for everybody else because yeah. you're yeah. you're so drawn <laughs> to him whenever he has the ball in the last third. It, Josie Altador was walking goals into the net mm-hmm. because the, the, there was just nobody around him because everybody had to go to Giovinco or yeah. else he was going to score. It's not. Fair I think you can make a similar argument with Almiron though. No. Yeah, it, he, you could his, argue that yeah, he's the best player in the league this year. It, it did remind me. Yeah, he did does remind me more of Almiron than just yeah. Martinez stylistically. Yes. Yeah. So that'll draw it up for the MLS for the year. We'll have more on that going forward. I can tell you personally, I'm happy to ne- not. Have well, let's get let's get into MLS transfers. Time. I yeah. heard a rumor that Union He's... are interested in Mario Balotelli. Oh Thoughts? No way. <laughs> way. What? And I heard NYCFC are interested in Giuseppe Rossi. Oh, this is. <laughs> let's get wild. Let's settle in, boys. MLS for an hour. I want to do oh it. Oh my lord. I well. Mean, uh, Who's, uh, who's, the, who's the Columbus goalie that's going to City? Stefan. Yeah. Aren't they just going to loan him back to NYCFC? I think that. Probably. Yeah, probably. It's a genius move, <laughs> yeah. if, if you're thinking about it. Like, yeah. Yeah, City doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I like Sean Johnson, but. Pay Columbus Sean, a yeah, lot of money. Zach Stefan is the definitely US better than. I, yeah, he's better than Sean Johnson. Johnson. I, can, yeah. I could do an MLS show. <laughs> I, I've got well, my own thoughts of, on the MLS. I'll just well, be the mediator because I, I hate the sleep. I mean, so I'm also here. Did you guys hear Almiron is now signing with Newcastle? Really? really? Yeah, Newcastle. I, I, I mean, that's what I heard a report. That's that a good get for his father. Yeah. That would be a good get for them. Not even Prem. Where do you think Martinez is going to Europe? I thought they. Never mind. I doubt it. Not this transfer window. Really? Not could this go, transfer window. Could go to Mexico. Could do that, That's too. a better I mean, league. There's a lot yeah. of options for him, but we'll see. Let's move on to Champions League, because I don't want to talk about the MLS anymore, <laughs> and for a long time. Wait, so but... is, Al- wait, uh, is Almiron going this transfer window? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah, wow. probably in January, yeah. I believe okay. so. That's what his father said. I mean, oh. figures, you got a lot of time yeah. to figure. I mean, not a lot of time, I guess, but you got a whole month to yeah. figure that out, and yeah. I'm sure they will, and Newcastle could definitely use him for <laughs> sure, but Champions League... Of course, I was wrong in both my predictions because I'm typically I'm wrong on this show with uh, Liverpool and Tottenham both going through. Liverpool, I'd call the much more dominant performance, but at the same time, Tottenham is in going to Barcelona and dominated possession, pretty much dominated that, that possession. Was, as that well, was that was an incredible um, 
performance, if I if I do say so myself, from Spurs. And they that was had three or four. That was the that first time since 2006 that a side has outpossessed Barcelona at the Camp Nou in the Champions League. But I mean, I mean, it's no Messi, no Messi, no Suarez. No, I mean, Messi played for a half an hour. But they had Coutinho. I mean, this is it's not like they're it's not like Barcelona's B team is is they're running out Cardiff City's no, yeah, A team. I mean, and, it, that, and it's a ridiculous credit, team that they started. They played they played a really good game. I'm, I'm and, not disagreeing. And Shillison is a phenomenal keeper. Shillison had a yeah. phenomenal a phenomenal game. He should be starting on some other team. Like I mean, it's, they weren't running out schlubs. Dembele's goal was. Oh, ridiculous! Was I mean, Coutinho obviously Rakitic. I, mean, I, they had... I love Dembele. I, I really, mm. I really love Dembele. Yeah, I mean they they put out a good team. And I... They brought on Messi. They brought on Busquets I... at halftime. They brought on Denis Suarez, who's really good. I mean, as good as uh, as Tottenham was, I would just like to point out this is this is just a complete collapse of Inter Milan. Like Inter Milan should have so advanced in this group. And it's there's to their own. A, does Christian have a monologue for Chucky to Lozano today? Own ineptitude that they like. It's it's typical Inter. I mean, re- re- remember when Sun Hyung Min scored to put Mexico through in the group stage of the World Cup? Yeah, Chucky Lozano just paid him back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it's it's fair. It's fair. Well, let's let's focus on Liverpool for a little bit because I, I know I know Luke wants to get a word in there. Um. Yeah. It's just it was Liverpool completely dominated the entire game until like the last. Ten, I guess like five minutes, it, it got a little scary because, I mean, Salah had two easy opportunities he should have buried for a goal, and same with Mane, that they didn't. Um, but Allison came up big with some saves, which Christian pointed out. They were mostly due to positioning. They were Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's were, it was a great yes. save. Uh, Allison is phenomenal when it comes to positioning. He gets those saves where it's just the ball shot at him just because he happens to be in the right position all the time. So I mean, it's it's a it is a skill to put yourself in that position. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good match for Liverpool. Napoli should have equalized at the end, but Alisson, to his credit, was in the right position and made the save. I mean, both both teams deserve to go through based on their performances. Yeah. I, yeah. I would agree. I feel I bad agree. for Napoli because I it, they hadn't lost in the groups before Liverpool. They had three wins and I mean, um, two wins, three ties. So they hadn't lost, which is pretty impressive. Except for the fact that they did tie against Red Star Belgrade. But, I mean, then again, Liverpool lost at Red Star Belgrade. But, I mean, Napoli definitely deserves, uh, should go through in some other group where you've got, like, Porto yeah. and Schalke going through, which is I know you, I know you mentioned it, but going back to the Tottenham, I mean, that, that collapse by Inter was pretty incredible. Yeah, it's, that, was, that was the main game I was watching. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was almost like, uh, once uh, once Tottenham once, had a once interleveled, they it's almost like they just gave yeah, up because yeah. they they knew yeah. Barcelona were up. Mm-hmm. So because Inter leveled before Spurs yeah, did, yeah. and Inter's manager knew and told his players to stay back. Right, like yeah. I mean, I was only watching out of the corner of my eye, but he was like waving them back. He was saying, which is so dumb. Which is so, so dumb. dumb. Even, you should... even if you're not, even if you're not protecting a lead, like like you're like, basically, they were essentially protecting a lead at that point, but. They were protecting why, a one goal why lead. Would, that that is why would you step back off the gas pedal? Yeah, it makes no sense because they were playing better in that second half. They could have gotten a second goal. They probably, I think they probably would have. I think, yeah, honest. I think, I think I, they I, probably would have too. Stupid. And it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, uh, Spurs when when you see Spurs are down one nil and you like if if you're Inter's manager in your head, you're thinking, well, this is a desperate team. 
is Spurs mm-hmm. that are playing their best front four. They've got. I mean, they've got one of the best strikers in the world. You can't count on them to not yeah. score. Yeah, if you have to go out there and push for that second goal. This is goal. just an embarrassment for Inter. If you can't beat PSV at home when your back is That's against the, the wall, you're at home. You're too. at home against PSV. Tottenham is at Barcelona, and they come up with the same result as you. Even you I, don't deserve to be in the round I think even Mourinho would try to attack in that situation. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going through Mourinho's <laughs> I mind? Might be, I might situation. be wishfully thinking at this point, but. <laughs> But honestly, that's just oh an embarrassment. God. Inter Milan does not need, uh, does not deserve to go through. They're just, uh, it's just have fun in Europa League. They're not going to do anything there either. I mean, I, I wouldn't be so sure about that. I, I, Chelsea, who even, Arsenal, who even cares at that point. Though? Yeah, but, but I mean, Chelsea and Arsenal have this Europa League pretty much right. I, I think I think Inter are on are on level with Chelsea. And I, Arsenal. Don't, I don't think so. I think they're just a I, I, team. I think I think Icardi and Perisic are. As good up front as I, I agree that they are anything as Arsenal good, or Chelsea can offer, but I just don't think the team is there. I think Arsenal and Chelsea are. I also far love um, Devry at the back. He's yeah, he's, he, he's really good. I I I just think I mean to collapse like that the way they did. I think, and I also think I, they I were so know. deflated after their um, result at um, Wembley. Um, it, it, when all they needed was a draw to guarantee going through, yeah, and then, and then they. They they were on the ball. They were pushing all game, and then Christian Eriksen slipped one yeah. in late. That's just such a deflating result. Just and, just to run down the sixteen real quick. Yeah, I I do know what you're saying, but I I don't want to get into Europa League talk at this point. Personally, <laughs> just, it, it, stupid, as I like to say. <laughs> Group winners: Dortmund, Barca, PSG, Porto, Munich, City, Real Madrid, Juventus. Group runners up: uh, Atletico, Tottenham, Liverpool, Schalke, Ajax, Lyon. Or Leon, I don't even know how to pronounce it. AS Roma. Leon. Leon. Mm. And uh, United. Any under-the-radar teams that you see? There seems to be one every year that challenges a big club and uh, finds it kind of sneaks its way into the top eight. I'm going to go with Roma. I think, uh, really? I think Roma was that team last year. and I, I think love they Roma. Could, I love yeah. this Roma team especially. I, I'm a big fan Between, of how they're constructed. I love Clivert. I love. I yeah. think he's, you know... Roma is pretty much Liverpool's farm system, so I, I I'll be expecting Clivert within like the next two transfer windows. You should ask them for Sengi Zunder as well. I, I, I love Sengi Zunder. I mean, even the new keeper they brought in, um, Olsen. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's Robin Olsen. Well. Yeah, I really like Ajax. I, Ajax. I I like Ajax as well. Yeah, they played a great game today. Uh, got three uh, got three against Munich. They ended up with a draw. They're because they're a little shaky at the back because every time they have a good defender, Spurs buy them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that tends to be De Young is leaving. I heard um, for Ajax in the next transfer window. Which so, would be another interesting ad. For yeah, them. but yeah, I I, 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 I guess I, I guess Ajax, if yeah. if you if you guys took the two that I would I would take. Uh, Roman Ajax, and I'm gonna go a little more off the reservation here. You, Luke was was really down talking them. I don't want to swear on this program, so I wasn't gonna say the other. Schalke. Oh, I like God. Schalke. Oh, no. I like Schalke. <laughs> I also like. Terrible. I also like I Porto. Say Schalke too. No, I, I also like Porto. I th- I think both the teams in this group are gonna surprise some people. I don't think so. You saw you saw what happened well, to Porto here, last year say, against Liverpool. But, here, here's, a, but here's here's but here's here's the thing about, about Schalke. Right, Schalke have the talent. They they made the Champions League. They clearly have the talent, but they've been struggling so much in the Bundesliga this year. Mm-hmm. This is they're thirteenth in the Bundesliga yeah, right 13th. now. Yeah, they have nothing to lose in the Champions League. And when you're in the round of sixteen and you're a big club and you're expected to go through in the round of sixteen, the last thing you want to see is a desperate, scrappy team with nothing to lose in the domestic 
on the domestic front. I mean, like, like at that point, I would I would say Leon has a better chance than uh, Schalke because they've got Depay and they've got guys who can actually go I out. Love and, uh, he's I he's yeah, phenomenal. Leon are good, I but I wasn't him. really counting them as under the radar considering they beat Manchester City. I think it's fair I think to consider they're, them under. The, I, I think they're, they're, under they're not. The a, they're not. A, they're not. A they're not PSG club. and yeah, pretty much fair. any that's any fair. not yeah any non. PSG Paris team, I think yeah. is, um, you can consider under the radar. I also just I I I really still wish Spurs never sold Neville Bentaleb, and I'm I'm glad he's doing well at Schalke. So, uh, well, I mean, just looking, I would love to see Memphis and Weston McKinney. You gotta on. love those American players scoring <laughs> in the Champions League. That's awesome. That is cool too. That is cool too. He's, he's playing a lot for them. He's playing well. You know, just looking at the Premier League teams in uh, the second place bracket, I do think Tottenham's got probably the best chance because they don't have to play City or Barcelona. Uh, they do have the possibility of going up against PSG or Juventus. Uh, I don't buy PSG. I I I'm, really don't. I'm not convinced. I think Tottenham is a team that could go out and beat PSG. Also, also I think a lot of teams can go out and beat PSG. Also, with the rumors that uh, that Spurs are heavily in on Rabiot in the winter, mm. so they're, well, that that could that always, could be interesting after the draw. I'm not sure they're, they're going <laughs> to Rabiot to the team. I mean, playing. this kind of applies everywhere, but there's there's 24 seven rumors about mm -hmm, everyone yeah. on PSG. I mean, there's been rumors for like the since the minute Neymar got there that he's going to leave. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you guys think he's gone? By the way. Uh, when, like, when depend, depends on how their Europe results go this year. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I they have to at happy least there. crack the top four. Yeah, I think at Europe least crack the top four to get to get him to stay at least because I mean he just seems like he hates it there. Yeah, and I don't even think it'd be a horrible idea for PSG to sell him, just build around Mbappe and add other pieces around him. Yeah, which would be interesting. Uh, quickly, I think obviously the two big te the two big teams that you think could go out early, or at least I think Madrid and. PSG, I think, are one of them. I think Munich also. I think Bayern. Yeah, I was just going to say, Bayern's doing... T they're they're not playing well. But at the same time, with the way they've struggled in domestic, domestically, I think you can kind of... I'm not going to say you put all, all the eggs in I don't Europe, think so. But they're, they're still third in the um, in Bundesliga. And if I'm Bayern's manager, I don't want to get embarrassed by a Dortmund team or even Leipzig is really close to uh, a, a close fourth. And I forget who's in second place right now. Mönchengladbach. Yeah. So... Um, I just like saying Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah, it's it's a fun name to say. I mean, but if I'm Bayern, the league is not without uh, out of reach, and so I don't. If I, I Bayern's got to go out, they're nine league. points out. Yeah, but they're, they're nine points off Dortmund, who show no signs of letting up. I want Spurs to get Munich in the draw. I, I want Liverpool really? to get Munich. I mean, Muller saw red today, so yeah, he's going to be out sure. for the first leg of that of that fixture. Mm. So. I, when is the I feel draw? Like, I feel like Barca the draw is Monday. Yeah. Monday, yeah. the seventeenth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I think Barca can be beat too. I, I really do. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I, it is I, about I, them. I don't. I, I don't think Barcelona and Juventus are like almost untouchable. The way they flamed out last year. I don't. I don't think any of the teams of, that are yeah. second in the draw, like that, finished second in their group, can knock out Barcelona. I don't think any of them. Could. I give Liverpool the best, or maybe Atletico the best shot. I would, I would give it. I would I give Atletico I'm, the best shot, but they can't draw them. Christian, yeah. you turn on Schalke that quick. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not saying Schalke. Uh, Barca, I think Barcelona and Juventus are just almost unbeatable in this round of sixteen. I don't know. No, that, you, I don't know you that lose, Juve are. You lose, to, you lose to Manchester United at home. Yeah, you I don't, automatically I don't, become. Beatable. I don't know that. I don't know that Juve are I mean, unbeatable. I think the only unbeatable team, the only unbeatable teams in the round of sixteen, are Barcelona and Manchester City. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
I don't, I don't I think, know. The way City performs in Europe, they always, have, they always man, make questions. But they're just, they're yeah, just they too are. good. They're, they're just, just too good. good. I mean, and look, City can draw only four teams. Schalke, Ajax, Roma, and Atletico. Well, while we're talking about City, let's let's move on to them for a little bit. 2 nothing lost to Chelsea last week. Honestly, they're well, fine. They, they, they're fine. I, yeah, I was I was going <laughs> to pose a question. This is is this a concern or more of a blip on the radar? I think we all think it's a blip on the radar just because. Yeah. One, they I, they felt like they dominated. Yeah, yeah they most just, of the they, first they half. had they had sixty one percent possession for the game, and yeah. when you have to get so ridiculously creative to beat Manchester City, we ha- that you had goals from Angolo Conte and David Luiz <laughs> on a corner. Like like yeah. like this is not a team that. Is ever 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 easy to beat. The only like, what what City has to worry about is January third at home against Liverpool. If they oh, win that oh game, that's no, no, no. surprise. Can we can no, we no, bring no, up I'm, can I'm we bring up a singular topic without it jumping to Liverpool? <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is that that is we the could be only having a conversation about the that's Mets. The only game and Luke would figure out how to make it a Liverpool. I, I, I want Mourinho was gone as more than anyone, but. Just for your sake, I really hope United beat them this weekend. I really <laughs> no, do. I'm serious. I really the, do. Yeah, well, that that's United game's going to be big because I I think as you were saying before the show, Mourinho always seems to every like four to six weeks he'll pull out some random result that like he shouldn't pull out and it'll get him a couple more weeks. I'll in, say in this. The yeah, job. So, so their their next five fixtures in the league, Manchester City's next five fixtures in the league are. Everton at home, then they go to Leicester, then they come back home to play Crystal Palace, oh. then they go to Leicester again in the oh no, one of them's in the League Cup. I uh, said so they Everton, Leicester, Crystal Palace, Leicester, Southampton. That's South five Hampton, wins. Yeah. That's fifteen yeah. points. That's fifteen yeah. points. Yeah. And then and then they come home to play Liverpool on a run of five wins. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I, goals, this the pressure goals, is on Liverpool under, for this game. Let's say. I'll say twenty goals in that span. Well, <laughs> five games. Are we are we counting the uh, cup game? Against okay, okay. In, the, no, no. in those right, in we'll those four, four we'll in those four, four, the four league games, over under sixteen goals. Over. Uh, I think I, I think you have taking the over. I think over. I think you got it. This this is so just, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. you know they're like, over, they're going to drop a seven bomb at least. Yeah, like yeah, and and the, and the problem is like the problem that you have when you're like a team like Liverpool or Spurs. You know, like Liverpool and Spurs are. I think Everton's going to give them a little trouble. Yeah. I mean, City's going to come away with probably 2 nothing. Liverpool, Spurs, and Chelsea are, if this were a regular Premier League season without Manchester City, would all be like great title contenders, and this would be a historically great Liverpool team. Mm-hmm. But this Manchester City team, They're man, so of all time. 45 goals in their first 16 games. <laughs> That's 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 absurd. Mm-hmm. They're their their goal difference is 36 through like a third of the season. Yeah. What? Well, no, it's I not think just like one player outrageous. scoring. No, they're all scoring, <laughs> yeah. and it's at, without De Bruyne for the most part because he's yeah. been hurt. Yep. Bruyne, he hasn't played in yeah, since, yeah. What, like the forever. second game of the like, year. It feels forever. like it's just you know they, it's it's just absurd. The, the thing is this this game is going. I think the Man City Liverpool game is going to determine the season. If Liverpool can beat Man City at home or at least draw, um, they'll be. They'll be in pretty good shape. They'll be. Uh, they'll still keep the one point ahead, assuming that everything else goes right for them the rest of the season. Mo Salah's back, right? Uh, he's yeah, he's like seventy five percent back. I would say seventy five. Luke, what is it going to take? The guy had a hat trick last weekend, take? then scored the game winner to send them through. <laughs> I, 
you know what? I'll put that up at <laughs> 90% back. He did nine, miss oh. two open chances. Uh, in, yeah, but so did everyone in Liverpool against Napoli. I know, but Mane, you know, he's got a problem with scoring sometimes. <laughs> he just forgets. The, be- the best I, winger I, in the world, according to ESPN. I, I think I think what's happened to what you've seen happen to Mo Salah this season is last year was so ridiculous mm-hmm. that there's so much pressure for him to score at the rate that he scored last yeah. season. That he's it, that he's overshooting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like yeah, last season he was last right season decisions. he was super efficient. That's what made his season so remarkable is that he was scoring mm-hmm. so much without the opportunities because he wasn't the stri- he's not the striker. Firmino's a striker. You got Mane up front. There's a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. to go around, and he was being so efficient. Now he feels the need because he had that season to shoot a bunch, and he's Mosala is very talented, so he's still scoring. Yeah. But no, he, but I, I it, but agree. it it, it kind of takes away right his decisions. overall game a little bit from what it was mm-hmm. last year. So he's still he's still that quality scoring, but he's not his, his game is taking a step back. And I think I think he'll correct eventually to where yeah, he gets back to closer to where he was. But I think that's that's what's happening for him right but now. So like he'll he'll have hat trick performances, yeah. he'll have incredible performances, but it's going to come a little bit at the detriment of the the, the rest of the front three. I agree. Uh, just one last point. Um, I would like to say that Salah is tied for the Golden Boot with Aubameyang right now, just as a finishing point on Salah. So we got some music coming in the back. It is Christmas time, and the winter window is coming up. Holiday fixtures are going to be fun. They are. All right, this is better than we had in the pregame, for sure. So credit back there to Evan and Juliana. Um, it's going to do a little Christmas list shopping for the winter the winter window opening up on what would it, what would it be today's the January 12th? 1st? No, I know. So like two and a half weeks about. Mm. Um, we'll start. Where do we want to start? We can start with. We'll start, start at the top. At the of the top. Table. Yeah, we'll, we'll start Man with City. Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> he, can't, he can't even remember. <laughs> yeah, All he can talk uh, about is that Liverpool are the top yes. of the table. <laughs> Luke, um, where? Well, I guess I guess we'll start with this. I think I want to do it ha- basically by saying. If you could have one real, it's got to be realistic, obviously. I want Koulibaly. I think. I, uh, I think he just said realistic. That. No, I I think that. But, but that's need, that's, that's not a, that's not a kind of purchase you make in the winter. You don't drop a hundred million in the winter. If you want to win Champions League and win the league, you you want you drop that money. That that's what I'm saying. Because I know it wasn't money, but United went out and got Sanchez winter window last year, which was supposed to be a big buy. But. Six weeks. Um, for Matip and uh, Joe Gomez are going to be out. So you're going to be playing with Lovren and Van Dyke as the only center backs. Van Dyke okay. suspended for the first game of the uh, Champions League round of 16. So you got to get a center back. And who's better than Koulibaly to pair in the it, back with Van Dyke? If, if, I, yeah. if I were uh, in charge of Liverpool, how Liverpool spent their money, my... Christmas list would be a striker that scores goals. I agree. That's my that's, that's my fair. number two. But yeah. with the injuries I th- I right think, now, I think, I think need a yeah, I think number one. Roberto Firmino has four goals in sixteen appearances. He's got a. I think Firmino would he's be a better suited as a center attacking mid. He's more of a creative player, and he's been playing in like a false nine. So he's not he's not the goal scorer. Mane and Salah are the main goal scorers, and Sturridge. Yeah, and when and Sturridge and, comes and, in. and Sturridge is never healthy. But the, but the t- the team looks better when Sturridge is in because it, it takes the pressure off Mane and Salah. So you need to get it. So if I were in charge of Liverpool, my number one spot on the wish list would be a striker now, that scores would goals. Would you also would you also see possibly changing formation a little bit if you're Liverpool because I, they don't have a scoring striker? I don't think so. I think Klopp, I don't. You think know you, you know who Liverpool should go out and get? Who? Harry Kane. <laughs> they should go to the go to Serie A. Chiro Mobile. Get Chiro Mobile. I would be 100 percent on board with that. How I predictable was that? 
Well, in, Christian in, is wearing his Immobile in the jersey, jersey today. Too. Justice Ruchiro Immobile. How much that cost? <laughs> like two dollars? Uh, it was uh, ten euros. Thank you. You bought bought that. I bought it. Bought it. Bought it on the. Bought it from a street vendor in Rome. That's got to be also one of the. The in best Rome, things wow. about Europe is they just have like these street yeah, they, vendors yeah. with crappy jerseys. Oh yeah, all it's over like it's place. like printed. Yeah, I also have a uh, not not even printed. It's, yeah, it's embedded into. No, yeah, the that's jersey. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like like screen printed. Yeah, like, yeah, like they they'll make them right in front of you, whoever you want on them. I also have a, I I have a Roma kit that has Rajaninglan on it uh, that I purchased three I days him. before he was him. transferred out of Roma. <laughs> but you know, street vendors don't have return policies. Yeah. <laughs> Any wishes for you, Jackson? Oh, I got a lot of wishes. <laughs> um, we'll start with sending Mourinho to the moon. That's not realistic. Koulibaly is my main one because... Yeah, they need I, Nobody wants Koulibaly. Koulibaly I mean, is phenomenal. If you look at the top six, let's be realistic. United could use him. Liverpool could use him for Chelsea. sure. Chelsea. Chelsea could use him. And Arsenal could... Arsenal might have the Arsenal, biggest need yeah, there. They do need it over anyone back. with, especially with Holden going down. I got last an week. alert while the show was on that Unai Emery is number one um, top priority is uh, a center back in that transfer window and getting a good one. And this is why I think I think I could see him realistically getting sold because one Napoli didn't go through. Mm-hmm. Two, it, it it's realistically going to be a bidding war for him. Yeah. It's, his price four, is going to be ridiculous. With I don't know. I don't know if Chelsea's really going to be. I mean, I guess Chelsea. Saw, I mean, Chelsea should that. be in on him, but like, I, we I don't saw, know why. I feel like Sarri's in love with David Luiz, and the thing is, Koulibaly played under Sarri last season. But that's so. a, that was like my second thing. Yeah. Like they probably should be on. I mean, and Ru- have Rudiger and Christensen flanking um, David Luiz. Yeah, I don't think uh, Sarri sold on either of them. What about Tottenham? Uh... Tottenham's right at the top of Spurs' wish list should be holding midfielders because Dembele and Wanyama continue to be out and are yeah. just. I don't think Dembele's ever going to be healthy again. Eric Dyer, I still don't understand. I think he should be. He should be a center back really? at this point. At this point, he's he's hmm. too. He's he puts in such a solid tackle and he loses the possession too easily when he's going forward. That he should be, he if he's a holding midfielder, he should be right in front of the back line. He shouldn't be that much further in front of the back line. Yeah. And I love Harry Winks, but he can't do it by himself. Okay. So, at the top of my wish list, if I were, if I had a ton of money to spend, if Daniel Levy were to spend a ton of money, I would love to see them go to Lyon and get Ndombele. He might cost him a pretty penny. I've I, I heard rumors I that, that, could, ha- that could be as hot. It though, but with, could be between forty them, and fifty million. Yeah, but with them in Champions League, do you, I don't know. I just don't know if they'd sell him. Right. I, that's, I, I that's, know it's that's all, that's this obviously issue. all based on risk. But well, then um, again, Liverpool sold Coutinho last year, and they ended up getting. Yeah, but he was out the door for like two years, though. I feel like. I think it was. I don't know. I think it was just that last transfer window. Yeah, I and then so if you can't get, um, in Dombele, um, then I think. You start looking domestically. I really like um, Lewis Cook. Um, Lewis Cook played a lot with um, Harry Winks and for the England U21s. They have a lot of um, chemistry. But I also like uh, Decore from Watford. So mm-hmm. any any of those options really Decore in the holding midfield uh, would be my number one wish for Spurs because I, I don't have any attacking or defending wishes for Spurs. I mean, it's fair. Once once Sanchez once Davinson Sanchez is healthy and Juan Foyth returns to the lineup. They don't. They have no wish. I. If Danny Rose is healthy, I don't have any. I don't have any other wishes. If Danny Rose isn't healthy, they should get a left back. Okay, uh, I'm gonna talk about United for yeah, a ben quick Davies. second. Ben um, Davies. Ben Davies is awful. Okay, he is. I'm glad we agree on this. He's terrible. Go get Luke Shaw if you're listening to me, Dana Levy. Go buy Luke Shaw. 
No. I just want to say... Don't go by Luke Pochettino Shaw. Pochettino loves Luke Shaw. They, he, he coached him at Southampton. We'll, we'll, as long we'll, as we're we'll not going Poch- after Robertson. No, we're, we're going to bring Pochettino to United. And he, then he can not coach happening. Luke Shaw. Not but. happening. There, why, there why are would, rumors. Why would there Spurs let him go? Why would United? he want to go? I don't he would, know. He's yeah. this. He is. He is fiercely loyal. Like, what do you, he what managed do you think the price tag is for po- Pochettino right now? Depends on who's buying him. If United are buying him, yes, it's gonna. Sure. What's what's the United's valuation? Two billion, one and a half billion. If it's if it's Madrid, a hundred million. Okay. okay. He like like that like. I don't know that Pochettino would go to United. He's like he's very fiercely loyal. Like he managed at Espanyol, and he sa- he has said for the rest for the rest of his career he would refuse to manage at Barcelona because he's so loyal to Espanyol. Okay, I, I have a few wishes for United, and I don't nothing. Have, so are you none saying of them have to do with he wouldn't manage at West Ham? Yeah, I'm saying I don't. Th- <laughs> well, I, I I, I'm saying I can't Ham. really see him managing any anywhere else in the Premier League. Okay, you know I'll do my Man United last because I got a lot of things to say. Okay, but, yeah, I'll you let go. you ramble. I mean, I'm gonna set the bar a little bit lower as a West Ham and NYCFC supporter, but I would love to see Chicharito go to NYCFC from West Ham, and that would also, be lovely. That would be lovely, yeah, and then the league, if we- yeah. yeah, and I would like West Ham to replace him with uh, FC Porto striker Musa Marega. They've reportedly thrown in a couple, uh, a twenty-six million dollar euro bid. So, okay, I would like that move to happen because I don't think Chicharito and Arnautovic are really working out that much up top, except for like the past few you think, games. You so. think they would? Sell, I mean, I know Chicharito hasn't played all that well, but you think they would sell him? I think they would sell him. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, they can get like fifteen mil out of him now, okay. tops 10, 15 mil. So. I would like to see them sell him now, yeah. Okay, so that was some interesting What do you think about Divock Origi going to West Ham? Ooh. Good I mean, fit? Yeah, it could I be a good fit. fit. How old is he? I don't know. I think he's like 27. He's oh, maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll look at I, I remember him being a teenager like yeah, he's younger in the World that. Cup, but I, I can't remember if that was four years ago or... Over he's under 23. 27. He's 23. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so... So then, our Chelsea's wish list would just be Koulibaly. I, th- I think it has to be. I think I think they're I think they're they're no, they need a striker. They also they need, need a striker. Morata you know, you is. Know, here was my suggestion. About how terrible he is. I would love them to bring Diego Costa back. Oh, I would. Oh, I, would, I think I, would, I think he would fit it. well. I would love it as a Chelsea fan. I would not love it as like a fan of the rest yeah. of the like, Diego Costa. Like, I just. Oh, I, I don't no, know. Diego Costa would hate it. Would he though? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I mean, he's like doing well. So, at I feel Atletico. like sorry. Yeah, I don't know if he'd leave Atletico. I, th- I think he. Pre- I think he prefers Spain. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I can't blame him for that. I. I, I mean, he did Spain. change his nationality from Brazilian, Brazilian to Spanish. To Spain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember I, when I, all I, the I, Brazilian were in, were outraged about that when all the Brazil they, they fans still hate and, him, and then right? and then Spain yeah. and then Spain won like they even win a game in the group stage that year. I don't think. And then they got they got flamed by the Netherlands and Chile, but um, and then last United point quickly, but. They can't. They 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 shouldn't buy anyone in this window. Let's be fair. Nothing's gonna get changed until Mourinho gets sacked sooner or later. I mean, I'm hoping it's soon. But a few things in terms of wishing. Get rid of Alexis. Get rid of Alexis. Put Fred on the field, and keep him in your squad. Keep your best center back on the field and buy, and stop benching your best player in Pogba, please. You don't think McTominay's their best player? <laughs> You're the worst. You are the worst. I also I also heard a rumor. Speaking of wish lists, that right at the top of Arsenal's wish list with the recent inter- injury to Rob Holding is none other than subject of many uh, Jackson rants. Eric Bailly. Bailly be awesome there. Yeah, yeah. he'd be awesome anywhere. I, I he's, I'd, he's I'd just take he's him such a good player. 
he's so he's so aggressive, but then him and Van Dyke his positioning somehow is great too. But that's gonna wrap it up. Um, gonna wrap it up for a little while too. We're gonna everyone's got Christmas break and winter break, I guess called. You guys doing anything fun or no? I'm going home, which is fun. Yeah. I, I, I love I'm going to be watching grandma. a lot of winter fixtures, which is always a wonderful time, playing a lot of FIFA. Not for me. Not for me. I'll continue to seep in my Mourinho depression. Evan, anything for you? I'll probably be pretty bored over break. I'll try to work a little bit, but that's really it. Yeah. yeah. Well, working doesn't sound fun, but yeah. another good episode, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to us. And uh, we'll be back in a few weeks. It's been another episode of FUVFC.